0: favorite comedian anthony rogers live in his tour bus yeah but also you need to get a beard like this people have been talking they they said your shit looks whack it looks weird they can't tell your pronouns you need you need to get a beard like this right now and the only way to do that is by using luxurious bastard beard oil great smell great function great everything just get this and there's directions on how to use it if you know how to read But use the link in the description, go to the website, use promo code LEGENDARY, get a discount. Do it. Thank you. Boom. Smokey's Edibles. Gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan, no corn syrup. Ugh, way better than other edibles in the market. Get them, get them, get them. Eat responsibly, obviously. Like when you watch the show and you're not doing anything or you're at work or anything like that. It's obvious, but some people have to hear that um definitely these are the watermelon my favorite of the peach i just grabbed these last night for something different sour watermelon sounded cool i've had them before but i just wanted a little something different you know uh, make sure that's 21 and over make sure they're 21 and over buy them for yourself they're amazing eat them before the show Eat them before every episode like me
1: so i'm dennis with the anthony rogers show podcast my question for you is what would you do if you became president to help the working class well, you know, the, I think the, the principal thing right
0: now is housing. At the price of housing is uh, is going up and it's beyond the reach of mm-hmm. most American families.
1: Along with oil I've, and I've, gas and food.
0: Uh, yeah. whatever, inflation mm-hmm. is, is hurting everybody. Mm-hmm. And inflation is more complex. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I'm going to stop inflation overnight, but I can say mm-hmm. Is that i'm going to stop the cause the long-term cause of inflation i'm going to unravel a war machine i'm going to reduce dramatically healthcare costs by ending the chronic disease welcome back to the greatest show in the entire universe um today we have a huge guest an absolute legend uh it goes by uh lord miles how you doing brother hey very good thank you well actually not so
1: good i'm in england so i'm in danger you know knife crime all the other stuff but from that.
0: not too bad What about yourself man well sorry to hear about england man like uh sorry to hear about that dude you've done so much crazy shit man like uh like uh like like for, first off you were telling me that you you um uh, that you talked to this, you talked to the taliban on a, on facetime you were just tell me before we start this
1: yeah yeah just casually i was chatting with one of them earlier i was also chatting to pablo Scott's brother earlier too i've got a weird schedule a weird network but you know they're chill like that sometimes i just call the taliban i say what's up they they talk to me in Pashtu. I I speak little lick, lick, Pashtu. We talk about our day. We make some jokes. Um, I've made some CIA jokes to them before. They always laugh. It's it's a good networking opportunity, you know. If you don't have Taliban yourself, well, I just don't know what you're doing nowadays.
0: I share I shared the uh, the promo picture for this, and like uh, and, and like one of my buddies was like pointing out. He goes, he he looks like he's having a good time talking to the Taliban, and like from my understanding, like you had a good time while being like uh like you were captured at one point.
1: Yeah, well, what happened was I was taken into Taliban custody for eight months, as you casually do. It happens for the best of us, doesn't it? But for eight months, I had the best adventure of my lifetime. It was so good that they actually invited me back. So at first they were like, Miles, we think you're a spy. We think you're here on espionage. And I was like, you know, you think I'm a Fed? No, I'm very easy. Thank you. But yeah, I'm not a Fed, guys. Um, I'm not Mossad Miles. I'm Lord Miles. I started talking to the Taliban when they were interrogating me. I make some jokes, so they laugh, I meet with some commanders, I network, I tell them some business ideas, I make some jokes, they think this guy's alright, this guy's fine, we'll you give him some privileges, and then I just chill with them, have tea time from time to time. I'm sitting there in Taliban custody with my laptop, I'm watching a new Barbie movie with the Taliban, I'm watching Titanic with the Taliban. I'm just goofing off, right? And then after eight months, they're like, This guy's alright, this guy's pretty nice. I like this guy. This white guy, he's a good white guy. He." he Come back, Miles. And you know what? I went back, and I've been back, well, seven times in total. So yeah, Taliban and chill, dude.
0: Dude, that's so hilarious. So, what, what are the members of the Taliban like? I've never met any of them, obviously. Like, uh, like, like most people, I imagine, other than in the Taliban, what, what are they like? Actually, as people, like,
1: well, I'll tell you about one gentleman that I'm friends with. He's the head of foreign intelligence for the intelligence agency of the Taliban, the GDI. So this guy. He he's a little bit crazy, but in a good way. And he fought the Americans, and he told me some stories. So this will kind of summarise the Taliban in general. And he basically pulled me he pulled me aside one day, and he goes, "Miles, let me tell you a little story about the Americans." I go, "All right, all right." And he goes, Well, what we used to do is plant a bomb, and the bomb would have a little bit of explosive, so it would blow off the legs." You know, but you you would you wouldn't die so the guy would be screaming when he gets blown off the american ah! and from that um some american would run over and then guess what their legs will blow up too because there's another bomb and then he would just repeat saying and then guess what another guy run over to help those two guys and there's another bomb and they explode too and then guess what another guy runs over to help those three guys and there's another bomb and he continues saying there's another bomb about five straight minutes and he just keeps foaming at the mouth going oh, another bomb another bomb another bomb and then he just starts talking about how much he loves he loves austria because they created a german man in the 40s and they have glocks and he likes austrian chocolates these people are like the fun schizophrenics you see on meme pages If that makes sense they're a little bit insane but bloody hell bit interesting
0: yeah, yeah, no, it's, I mean, they gotta be like, just, I mean, they're fighting for their own country kind of thing too. I mean, I'm, I'm not really involved in any of that, you know what I mean? So I, I, I think war is kind of stupid regardless. I, I mean, I don't really, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard for me to pinpoint really, you know, on the best, that's nuts though. You have that experience with them um, because I mean, from what you, what people hear is like, you see all the beheading videos and all that. And somehow, somehow you didn't get beheaded and like, they just, they're just cool with you. And like, you, you end up being like uh social media friends with them or something, which is kind of an interesting take that uh I've never heard it ever until I looked into you.
1: Oh, thank you. Well, it was quite true in the beginning. At first, when they captured me, they were like, OK, we want to test if this guy, Miles, is a soldier. You know, if he's an ex-soldier, if he's a soldier, he's probably a spy. It makes sense, right? So what they first did was handed me a loaded M-60, and they just gave it to me, and there's about 10 Taliban surrounding me. And they want to see if I can hold it properly, if I know what I'm doing. And I've been to the front lines of Ukraine a couple of times just for, like, a holiday over Christmas. So I'm holding the M-60, and they go, Miles, Check if it's loaded or not. So I go, Oh, okay. So I I put it on, you know, I think it's semi-automatic, and I put it roof of my head, like roof of my mouth. Click, it doesn't go off. It's not loaded. So then I point it at the Taliban commander, click, and you know what? It doesn't shoot. So I, I kind of make a face going, Ah, oh, rats, you didn't didn't shoot me. Everyone's dead silent. <laughs> and then everyone bursts out laughing and they think it's funny but like ah this guy
0: <laughs> that's so fu- that's so funny but I don't know how you even I don't know if uh, if you described this or not I didn't I didn't hear this part of it how were you captured like
1: yeah so I was a Western Union I had a house in Kabul and I was had to pay rent and of course the a country of Afghanistan isn't connected to be outside banks like you can't transfer between Afghanistan and say England it's got its own internal banking system so the only way I could send money to myself is through uh, Western union. So I sent myself about thousand dollars and I went to a Western union and I took out that money. And then suddenly they stopped me and they were like, okay, Miles, this is a sus amount because this is kind of like half, half a year's salary to us. And we want to know why you take care of such a, a large amount of money. You know, what's your angle, Miles? And I go, Oh, it's no problem. I'm going to sort out them in five minutes. And then of course, eight months later, I got out. <laughs>
0: huh. That's crazy, man. Like, yeah, I'm- I need to read your book. I haven't read that yet. Is there an audio book for that because I'm stupid? Yeah, I haven't,
1: I haven't read my book either. I can't read or write. But yeah, my book is about me <laughs> being the fall of Kabul. I'll go and grab it. Thanks for a free plug,
0: by the way. To be a oh yeah, I put it in the description too. So if you're watching this, so I'll link in the description to, uh, for his book as well.
1: Lovely, guys. So this is Lord Miles. And it talks about my time during the fall of Kabul because I was there accidentally as a tourist as you casually do. Um, and then I just started hanging out with the Taliban and the British SAS. Um, I got evacuated in C-17. I just chilled on bo- with both sides, goofed off a little bit, had a white boy summer, had some fun. And you know what, it was really fun. So the SAS, they gave me some level three plates, an M-16 and said, Miles, if the Taliban come in, you have to defend yourself. And I go, you know what, that's okay. And that's a British Special Forces, so. It was the best holiday I've ever had, and ever since then I've been traveling to the most dangerous places around the world, as the old British explorers did.
0: I like that. I like that you say, you put that in your bio, and I and I I agree with you, man. You are, you are a modern explorer, man. Like uh, for for the sake of like laughing though, can you call the Taliban right now? Like, can you? Is, are you able I'm, to? I'm calling on my phone, but I guess I can show
1: you some messages on WhatsApp if that makes sense. Because truthfully, I with the head of foreign intelligence, I don't think he would be. Too too happy if I suddenly just <laughs> let's see. Let, let me get no, I know,
0: like the devil on both shoulders just wants, no, I, I know I
1: wouldn't do that as possible. I get it. I'll beat the LARP allegations. One second. Uh, let me cover <laughs> his name. But yeah, you see me here. I'm meshing him in Pashto You know, he's a cool guy, he's a chill guy. I pulled it out for, and a like, second's uh, at a moment's notice. I chat with him on Twitter as well. But yeah, that's that's the Taliban right there. And to be fair, if I called them, they would start talking about Jews, which I can filter out sometimes. I have my opinions. But for them, they they would get the stream taken down. But yeah, they're just... Oh, they're just, yeah, you know, yeah. DMs. No, we're on
0: YouTube, at least. Yeah, we got a lot of... Yeah. Everyone, got, everyone's on YouTube right now, it looks like.
1: Yeah. I've got a North Korean woman in my DMs. I've got the head of foreign intelligence in my DMs. I probably have the CIA in my DMs, but I just don't know it. Um, a bunch of other YouTubers. Just, just like a nice little well-rounded... You know, contact list. As you my,
0: my process was like, if I had more people on Rumble right now than YouTube, I'd do it. <laughs> That's what I was thinking right now. I, I'm, I'm like, man, okay, we only got we only got like a hundred people on like Twitter, Rumble, and, and Facebook combined, and everybody else is on. was like three hundred on YouTube. I'm like, man, we got too many people on YouTube for that like phone call. I guess. But yeah. Like, oh, but no, I love that, time. man. It's uh let's.
1: <laughs> next time, we'll
0: figure it out dumb. we can schedule something with them. That would be hilarious, dude. We should interview the Taliban at some point. That would be hilarious.
1: They're chill, um, dude. I mean, at the end of the day, they're a bunch of lads. because Most of them are like 20, 30 years old. If you meet an old member of the Taliban, he's survived the lot. But if you meet most of them, they're like 20 years old. They've got guns. They've got jobs. They're like, ah, we'll just goof up a little bit and look after the country. At the end of the day, you know, they're just like me. They live, love, laugh. I'd
0: right. love, <laughs> <laughs> love to see that in like the caves, man, like, or whatever whatever they're in. Are they in caves, like, stereotypically? Like, like into games, sorry? No, caves, like like, like how TV like, caves. makes it I've, I've I'm, I'm, I'm never they seen them.
1: A... Yeah. Well, I've been to Tora Bora. Do you know where that is?
0: I'm not familiar with that. What is that?
1: Oh, yeah, so Tora Bora, a few people might know it. It's where Bin Laden Caves. That's where Bin Laden okay. hid out before we fled to Pakistan. I went there with the Taliban on like a little tourism retreat, a nice little holiday. And when I was in the caves, they were exploring. They were like, oh, this brings me back to the old days of the jihad of the war. And I was like, what, what was it like? You know, it brings you back in a good way or a bad way. And they go, oh, Miles, I have to work 12-hour days doing paperwork now. I have to, I have to sit in an office and deal with retards. But back in the caves, I could just shoot and throw grenades for fun and just sit around a campfire. And just and just watch a TikTok from time to time and, and shoot your helicopters. Like, they, they miss those days in the caves. So right now, they're in normal office blocks, they're in normal buildings they recaptured. Back in the day, yeah, they, they've got a whole map of caves. And he said, you know, I got told this. They said, Miles, when the Chinese invade, they believe the Chinese are going to invade, we'll just run to the caves again. And you know what? We'll still have a few canned energy drinks there waiting for us. From last time
0: yeah i bet the chinese will invade i think like yeah after uh, after america le- like, biden like left all that equipment there yeah no I, I bet that's funny i bet china will invade there actually that i never thought about that but that's probably totally true
1: mm-hmm. you're right
0: but if the chinese evade i
1: promise the taliban hey i'll be their top guy i'll go back with a camera and i'll document their war and i'll I'll create some uh fun little videos for them and they'll get some youtube clicks and then white women will change their profile banners and you know, profile pictures to the Taliban flag and so and do protests in London for some reason.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. To <laughs> take a couple of questions to your live. Someone's asking when you'll do your next video. You said he's been waiting forever yes. for you. She I know,
1: tell point. me about it. Yeah, so I had some trouble with my
0: editor and also
1: receiving payment from, uh, it's a long story, but 14th, that's the date, basically. So we've got now a website. I'm going to drop a bunch of Taliban merch that I'm selling. So I'm the biggest exporter of Taliban merch in the West, and I'll coincide with my YouTube video. So there's one giant advertisement. And that YouTube video is going to be me driving with $40,000 worth of Taliban merch from Afghanistan to Pakistan and then getting on a smuggling boat from Pakistan to Oman and then driving to England. And then the next one is the Tora Bora video. And then the next one is explaining why I was away for eight months in Taliban detention. And then the one after that is shooting an RPG with the Taliban at an enemy body killer, Miku.
0: That's that's so fuck, dude. Like he, hearing you describe these videos like nothing as nothing is hilarious too. Like like these are like just crazy and all. Au- I mean interesting and awesome. I'm not trying to. I don't mean crazy in a bad way. I mean it like just like a way more interesting than most people's YouTube videos I hear. Um, and uh, let's see. What did the what did the Taliban think of uh anime body the anime body pillow? Well, when I received it a
1: day before I was meant to fly. I realized on the back was, you know, a bare ass of Miku. So it wasn't it wasn't properly censored. It was uh, a bit lewd. So I had to go with the scissors and cut out the actual pillow so it was appropriate. So you've got some breasts cut out and the ass cut out. And the Taliban saw it and they picked it up, you know, in customs and they were looking at it. And they go, what is this? And they go, it's just cartoon. And they say, yeah, just cartoon and give it back to me. And I said, no problems. Honestly, I I, in the video I explain to them, I say, Hey Taliban, my tally bros, you know, my tally foes, you know. I tell them, hey, there's this disgusting thing called anime where you know people think these cartoons are their wife, and these people do not talk to women. And it's kind of cringe because these people um fantasize about having relations with a pillar. And sometimes a pillow gets so used, it actually stands up on itself. And they were like, yeah, that's not good. And I was like, let's blow up with an RPG. And he said, let's go. And you know what? I said, we're so back.
0: <laughs> that's a lot. And that's a lot of, that's a lot of truth. Those people are, are weird as fuck, man. Um, okay, so, someone else, do you have bed sheets on your bed? Someone's asking. I don't even know if I wanted to ask that. But uh, I, I feel like I have to read comments sometimes.
1: Yeah, what does that mean? Uh, does Mark yeah. have no sheets on his bed?
0: Yeah, I don't know either it's a weird question i just pulled it up oh, it was a I guess question. I'll answer. But yeah there's there's my bed
1: sheets there's my tanning bed and you know, oh the they probably
0: stuff. thought the tanning bed was they probably thought your tanning bed was a bed that wasn't made
1: oh yeah That's- no it's just it's just yeah. a normal tanning bed as you do you know
0: yeah <laughs> I sometimes you use it to dry my clothes <laughs> this this is a good question too someone has in the comments so, what kind of food did you get when you uh when you're in the house uh when you Oh, I thought it was when you are captured. I want to know yeah. captured, but like, let's get to this question first. What kind of food do you have when you're in house arrest is what they're asking. Well,
1: I ate better than I did in England, to put it lightly. So you know that $1,000 I was arrested with? Well, he said, Miles, we think you're right. You know, I committed a small crime in the beginning because I, I basically didn't have a permit for one thing. I like, ah, we, got, we can't put Miles in custody, but we're going to bend the rules and give him some nice stuff. So he gave me that $1,000 and said, anything you want. You tell one of the guards, they'll take you to the market and you buy it. I go, oh, okay. And I had a bunch of crypto and they said, oh, you can convert that to cash if you want. So I was like, okay. And then from there, I was ordering takeaway. I actually had, uh, there was a Domino's in Afghanistan, so I ordered Domino's. I had pizza, I had but I also had traditional food, which was basically rice, naan, meat, chilies, that type of stuff. Um, There was these kind of beans that kind of were very creamy and had a lot of protein. Um, they were just very nice. Uh, Lobia in pastu, very good food. And the naan, beautiful, all freshly made. I lost a ton of weight. It was an excellent diet. But at the same time, I was I was well fed. Like, I, I if I wanted sweets, I would get it. If I wanted anything, I would grab it. And when I came out, when I got back home, my friends looked at me and said, Miles, I thought you were going to be a skeleton. You look healthier. And I was like, yeah, of course, I'm Lord Miles.
0: <laughs> what uh how was the Domino's in comparison to uh, I mean, i've never had it in england either but in comparison to your country how was the Domino's?
1: oh it sucks dude it was not good i only ordered there once or twice um it was kind of it was like if americans came to afghanistan and showed a picture of a pizza and they said, yeah, just go and make it. They never told them, you know, the intricacies and the art of pizza making. So a lot of the fast food feels like emulations of a Western fast food. It feels like really, really budget rip-off McDonald's. I believe every city or downtown has like this one random chicken wing shop that no idea knows how it stays open, probably a money laundering scheme, because this food is trash, you know? There's like, it's like that's like what the thing is in Afghanistan for all fast food. So the local food is a lot better, and but you know from time to time you feel like eating some slop. So it was okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was wondering how how uh, how they how they did how they uh, made pizza over there. Like they well, yeah, what, what was that no about?
1: Bacon.
0: Do you yeah,
1: no, no oh, bacon, bacon? Oh no bacon! Oh what, what did a nigga have to do to get some bacon in Afghanistan, dude? I I asked them. I asked them. I was like, hey, do you ever eat like pigs? You can't even buy cats. I know, like, sorry, Miles, we exterminated a pig from Afghanistan. I'm like, fair play. Okay, fair enough. Um, but at the same time, too, it was, like, really doughy, if that makes sense. Everything's really thick. So if you get a piece of bread in Afghanistan, it's not, it's not thinly sliced. There's no such thing as uh, a thin crust. It's basically all crust. And the tomatoes, they just taste a little bit off. The cheese is very different. So it's not, it's not be you know lovely cheese that you kind of get craving for you know it really fills the stomach you no know, it's just it's this cheap brand they cut corners everywhere but only the good thing is the vegetables because everything's grown made freshly non-gmo in afghanistan but you know it was it was worth uh one or two chow i guess but yeah i wouldn't order it from afghanistan to england anytime soon
0: dude that's 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 crazy man like uh this, this is a good question too is asking um uh, what, in your opinion, was the most beautiful thing you saw in Afghanistan? That's that's a great question.
1: Yeah, I went to a mirror. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: I wonder why I can't get a
1: take. So but um, I I would say, so this is what happened. So when I was about four months into Taliban custody, they said, "Mogi Mars, we're going to take you on a little holiday. We'll take you on a road trip. And the drive between... Kabul and Jalanabad, two major cities about, about 50 miles apart, has this sloping valley that you drive through. And of course, there's tunnels. And the valley is an elevation difference, I would say about 100 feet or maybe 200 feet. So you can see these sloping white uh, snow topped mountains with sand below and this crystal clear blue water. And it's just really untouched. It's pristine. It's pristine. And you can see caves all around. And in the most obscure areas of are these caverns and this area, there's you know some foliage growing out the walls. So you see this random tree trying to survive. And the area is incredibly rocky. It looks like Mars to me. If if Mars had water, I guess. It's just really stunning. It's not one of those countries you think would have extreme natural beauty, but the whole country looks like a bare version of the Grand Canyon. It's really, really it's nice especially during summer i highly recommend this if you um if you're
0: not a spy <laughs> i love your sense of humor man you uh, you're so fast and on point man i like i like that a lot too oh, i'm just up. i have no filter no i love that man it's, it's 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 refreshing it's refreshing to be honest with you um i, I feel like so many people have questions i just don't even i mean there's good questions um were you able to get that you can go over you want permit that you said was promised to you Oh yes, no, I have it. My only obligation was I
1: can't show it, but I can read out why basically says in passion, because I memorize it, it's a bragging right. So when I was about five months into Taliban detention, the Taliban pulled me into some office. You know, they they drove me and they gave me some food and was eating, having a little picnic with the Taliban. And the Taliban, they basically said, You know what, Mars, you're a real, you're a real guy. You're chill, you're chill. You know what, we're going to give you this permit, the Minister of Foreign Affairs, and you know what it's going to say on it? It's going to say, Miles will have no problems in Afghanistan at any point. It basically says a letter of immunity. It says, Miles, an honorary member of the Mujahideen, cannot be stopped, cannot be searched, cannot be arrested without prior authorization." The only reason to stop Miles in his transit is to check the identification documents match with this document and to check the validity of this document. Anyone who stops Lord Miles's mission will be arrested themselves. (sighs) And there's a number of one of the GDI, one of the Taliban intelligence people at the bottom. So when I go to a checkpoint, you know, this Taliban guy, he's got his sunglasses on, he comes up to me and he goes, you know, what are you doing here? I go, I flash this letter and they go, Oh, and just give it back and go 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 and you know what i i'm allowed to goof off i literally have a fuck around and do whatever you want license in afghanistan i love it and i've got no ill attention so i'm not gonna abuse it but it's pretty nice to have
0: dude that's an amazing story i can't believe that hey that's like a video game cheat code it sounds like man that's crazy
1: hell yeah i mean uh, i still have to pay taxes unfortunately but everything else is good listen if anyone especially yourself anthony if you want to come to afghanistan with me Nothing can go wrong, absolutely nothing. I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna jinx it. It'll be all fine. Come down, it'll be uh, it'll be sunshine and roses, and um, it'll just be a fun little holiday. I'm sure the family
0: have, will appreciate it. You have me about eighty percent sold, honestly. Like I, I, like, I, I might, I might have to do this just for the. I mean, would they let you tape, or they they get pissed off about that, or like, what's up with that? Chill.
1: I've got I've got filming licenses, but um, yeah, the minister of tours and my meta ones. He was just like, yeah, I like your videos keep them up. Because you know, <laughs> <it, laughs> there was one. Awesome. That
0: is- yeah, because
1: sometimes I'll just be sitting in Taliban detention, and then randomly, you know, I'll be going to the commander's office. There'll be 20 other Taliban there. I would go, hey, uh, you know, who are you? And they'll go, oh, yeah, I'm the, uh, I'm the Minister of Foreign Affairs or the Minister of Tourism. And then I'll go, oh, I'm, I'm Lord Mars. I make I make YouTube videos. So like, oh, The commanders told us about you. You made that shooting with the Taliban video. We liked that. That was good. That was nice. And they were like, "Can I have your WhatsApp for like when you get out?" I was like, "Hell yeah!" So I'll just write down on a piece of paper, give it to them, and we just we just goof off in the group chats.
0: Dude, that's so funny, man. That's so funny. Dude, um, more more comments here. Senior interview Bill last night. Thank you for watching that, Hunter. I appreciate you watching the interview last night. We had a Senator on last night. Um, this question's pretty good for you. this one's for you. Uh a lot of people think you have Stockholm syndrome. What would you say to those people? That's actually a good. Qu- I don't take that as that, but that's a great question, honestly.
1: No, yeah, that, that's a bad question because I've never been to Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, people say I have Stockholm syndrome. Absolutely not. No, I'm very objectively strong. Trust me. I, if I was, if I was truly very badly, I would admit it and it would get more views. Like I, at the end of the day, I would admit it, I wouldn't go back. You see if my. Yeah, I was like, I'm not Muslim. I'm very strong Catholic. But basically, I got arrested for a crime. I committed a crime, unfortunately. They were like, ah, we got are we sentenced you to, like, a minimum sentence, but we're going to make it very cushy. Sorry this happens. I'm going to give you everything you want, basically, within your power. And I'm like, you know what, that's, that's chill. I get that. I get that. There's things that are out of their control, but from the things inside their control, they helped me out, and they would they chill like that. I didn't get tortured. I didn't get beaten. And I'm like, you know, that's, that's quite all right. And to be fair, I'm opening up a gold mine now in Afghanistan. I'm doing some other side businesses over there. And you know what? If they, if they treat me like trash or it turns out, you know, they, they go sideways, yeah, I would say screw them. I would say screw them. I'll be very honest because I wouldn't lie to people because people who watch my stuff and follow my social media, they go to these places on my good word. So I don't want to mislead any people. But yeah, I don't think I have Stockholm Syndrome. I think I'm retarded, but nah, I think my opinion on gas sounds
0: straight. <laughs> no, I think, I, like, you seem like an authentic guy. You don't seem like much of a bullshitter. You, like, you, you know what I mean? T- from my perspective, I mean, you are in the sense of your humor or something like that, which is funny, but I don't, like the facts I, I I don't think you're bullshitting i I could kind of I got a kind of a detector on that you know I I can kind of tell yeah. who's lying and who's not like just natural I think anybody can really it's not like a special bully. Exactly, I I think
1: yeah it's pretty easy to see through people nowadays
0: that's why I, that's why
1: I love your show you know you get on some real people and when you see some bullshit, you call it out basically
0: definitely I can't believe I pulled I got you on here man you're a legend bro like it's like
1: I'm fangirling to be on here you know when you messaged me, I was like, oh you know. Uh, it's, well, I feel it's like you're going
0: backwards in your career by being here, but I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate the charity. You know, I, I think uh, I, I like you, you. You are you are ballsy and insane, and I love it. Like in all the good ways. I don't I don't mean that as an insult. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like literally, like your bio says, you are you are the last great explorer. Really, I mean, you just happen to be British, also. But there's nobody doing what you're doing in 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 the world of entertainment or in the in the world even probably. But I mean, I mean, some of the stuff you're doing is just, is just it's it's amazing, man. And, and and I think that's why we. Uh, we were actually talking back in December. You're like, hey, I got to go to Afghanistan. You were explaining you had to do all this crazy shit to me. And I'm like, I'm like, whatever. I'll be here when you're back, man. Like, whatever, whatever you're doing, <laughs> I'll be, I'll, 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 be here to to the interview you when we you get back, man. Like, and I respect that. And like, um, and before before we are uh, recording, you're showing people the merch and stuff. you want to go through some of that stuff, because like, a lot of people haven't probably ever seen that. If you if that's interesting to you too, I mean,
1: well, I do appreciate that, guys. I love of a lot of YouTubers that I know, they always clickbait, and I know a few of them actually fake videos and i like, i try to be very authentic i try and be, tell the truth from my videos so i do appreciate that too i'm going to show you guys some taliban merch it's coming into my store at the moment i've got it directly from Afghanistan. no one else is selling this stuff and if they claim to it's probably fake from china or something but let's go in here
0: I so has I've the got, best speakers man i've like got ISIS a
1: taliban just... license plate that's okay. cool just that as you cool. do that's that's been sent to someone so my room's a bit of a tip but if we look inside here guys This has a resale value for me of $40,000. So you see these patches right here? There's hundreds of patches. I've got many containers. This is one box of, like, ten. But those are GDI patches, so Taliban intelligence patches. This is like a CIA um, ID badge, almost. I've got the authentic Taliban flags right here, the Islamic Emirate of Afghanistan flags. I've got these sealed right here, but these... Actually, I'll try and open it up. Screw it. Customs is going to have a field day anyway. Oh, I can't even yeah if we look inside right here there's some taliban headbands so that's cool just casually pulling those out some special forces patches um i've got some authentic pins hundreds of pins right here showing the afghanistan flag you know just there's normal everyday stuff and i've also started trading drugs from Afghanistan to England, and to be fair, it's good money. I make good margins. So I'm going to be selling that on my store. So if you guys want to be put on a watch list, head on head on over there, scare your parents when the package arrives, or steal your mother's and father's credit cards. Um, I approve that um, 100%. And just max amount and uh, buy my cool stuff. You can go to your War Hero PTSD Veteran. In the neighborhood, dressed as the Taliban, knock on the door for the Halloween, and cause him to have like a mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> well, where can people find it? Where, can, where can people get this merch at online? Oh, it'll be on my upcoming website. So look on my Twitter and Instagram such Lord Miles, M-I-L-E-S, and I'll announce it someday on the 14th of this month. And it'll be a nice little Shopify store. I'm I'm not sending it from the UK. I'm sending that all that box directly to the US. So distribution will be automatic. It will be through a company, a warehouse company, and every order that comes through will be shipped uh, same day and it'll come within two days. And it's all very professional, so it should be good. And also buy some Anthony, Amp- some buy buy some of Anthony's Amp- merch too. It looks very good. If you saw fake bids, I would absolutely buy one. I need to blend in with these Taliban guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, I me mean, thinking, man. Like, I, I definitely, I definitely should make the fake beard merch then, Lam. I have a question. Do you speak Dari? Uh,
1: Liklik khama pashtu. Does
0: that mean a, a little bit? bit I'm not,
1: I... Yeah, yeah. Liklik okay, uh, uh, lik, lik means little, and khama means very. So it's like little very pashtu. So it means little very little pashtu. Um, so I can say a few phrases, but the only issue is. There's no there's no apps or websites to learn Pashto, So it's it's a really hard yeah. language to get into. And then if you want to like fully understand it, you gotta learn Arabic as well. So it's like a whole chain of languages. It's like trying to learn a small dialect of Mandarin. It's bloody impossible. Um, but I'm I'm growing, I'm growing. And I wanna be one of those YouTubers eventually in within two years where I'm, when I'm fluent. Where I can just go around Afghanistan, and just speak to random people and just vlog it, because I think that'd be cool. That's what Boulder Bankrupt did in Russia. I think it'd be quite nice.
0: Yeah, yeah. I heard it's very close to Persian, but I don't, I don't know Persian either. So I mean, I, I heard, it, <laughs> I heard it's a very similar language, like the per- I, I just figured being over there, like hearing it, it was like, 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 like you'd probably absorb it faster than like uh, Duolingo or something, you know. And if there was a Duolingo yeah. for it, you know.
1: Well, it sounds like the language sounds like a lot of people have something stuck in their throat, you know. <laughs> And it's just, it's just interesting to hear, but um, yeah, it's okay.
0: That's awesome, and So like, uh, What? okay, so when you went over there, how long ago did you first go to Afghanistan then?
1: First was during the fall of Kabul, and that was five days. It was August of 2021. Oh, God, it's almost okay, been two wow. years. And then I went there three, three or four times since that, and then I got arrested, and I've been back once as well. So I've seen total six or seven times to Afghanistan now.
0: I've what are the do the other people Oh, sorry.
1: Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. Carry on. Carry on.
0: No, I just get hyped up. Uh, what did, What do the other people do that were arrested with you? What, uh, what were the, some of the other criminals that are – not yeah. whatever terminology.
1: Well, there was an American man, and I can't say his name because he's still there. But he came in the second day I was in, and he walks in. He's this tall black dude, you know, like really bulky. You know, he looks like a boxer. He looks like Mike Tyson, six foot five, And he walks in. I go, oh hey man, what, what are you in for? What's going on? Do you do you know what the situation is? And he goes, yo, fuck white people. Shit, why the fuck are you talking to me, nigga? Shit, I'm a terrorist. I'm Al Qaeda. I'm ISIS. Fuck you. You're infidel. So I'm like, what the fuck? I'm, like, I'm freaking out. I'm just laughing, but also like, oh turns out this this black man is a schizophrenic. He went to Afghanistan to join ISIS. And he used to be a um used to be a, a veteran, he used to serve in Iraq. So now he's trying to find ISIS and he's walking in Bin Laden's footsteps. So he went to Pakistan and a few other Muslim nations looking for ISIS. And you know, now he came to Afghanistan. And the Taliban did like him, of course. He claimed to be Muslim, couldn't recite a single verse of the Quran, didn't know, like, he didn't speak any other language apart from English. Um, he claimed to be American Mujahideen, and they were like, the, the head of intelligence would like go to him and go, there's no such thing as American Mujahideen, what are you on about? And when I spoke to him, he, because he was in the same guest house I was, but he was in isolation because he sucker punched a member of the Taliban out of nowhere. So he was a danger to himself and others. I spoke to him and I was like, hey, what's up, man? How are you doing? And no joke, this is exactly what he told me, exactly what he told me. He goes... Yeah, I'm pretty good, Miles, because the chip in my brain and the chip at the end of my penis is losing the connections to the satellite. Because Joe Biden is beaming satellite images and uh, pain rays into my brain and the end of my penis every day when I try and sleep. And Bin Darden is trying to help me, and Kim Kardashian keeps beaming her thoughts into my mind, and they're all fighting me. And... I'm also uh, a long lost relative of Michael Jackson, and I'm worth $100 million. I'm like a top rapper in the game. If you Google my name, you know what will come up. I'm the top guy, but they're trying to prey on my downfall, Joe Biden is. And he just spouted off like that for 20 minutes. He, he's, he's got crazy delusions of grandeur. Um, he's, just, he's just off his rockers. It's bloody entertaining to speak to him, but very, very sad. And he also, we found out he got arrested. Uh, he got further charges because he tried to marry a four-year-old girl in Afghanistan by trying to give a family like a few thousand dollars. But obviously, they said no. They were like, get out of here. Um, what the fuck? And, so yeah, I, went to him, I went to him. I was like, my dude, you, why do you want to marry? And he starts sweating bullets. His eyes dart. He's like, uh, because I uh, uh, I want um, citizenship, dual citizenship. And I was like, but my guy, you can't marry in a relationship in Afghanistan. And he starts sweating. He's like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And then I ask him, I was like, hey, have you been in jail before? And he goes, maybe. And I go, okay, well, what were you in jail for? He was like, I was in jail in Thailand for uh, nothing. And I go, <laughs> my man, you can tell me. And he goes, uh, well, I didn't try and have sex with an underage girl. I didn't know she was 12. And I'm sitting there like, holy crap. I was like, this is not a good guy. This is not a misunderstanding or anything. So that guy was a little bit loopy, crazy than me. Um, God help him, uh, because bloody hell, I, I couldn't. Um, the, another guy I was with, Iranian fella, he jumped the border from Iran into Afghanistan, no passport, no visa. And he would go to grave sites, like old grave sites in remote villages. And at night, he would dig up the graves and he would loot the graves of jewellery and, you know, anything buried in there. And then he would get a doctor to surgically implant it in his stomach and jump across the border back again. So uh, what happens is with smuggling in Iran, if you jump a border from Iran to Afghanistan, the Iranian government turns a blind eye. You know, the border scooch like, oh, he's leaving. We don't care. But when you come back, then the RC asks for a bribe or something. So he was trying to hide it in his stomach. And of course, he got caught. And he was like, "Oh yeah, I didn't do anything. They're keeping me for nothing. I did. I'm innocent." And like he admitted he did do this stuff to me, like two months later. And I'm there, like, "Oh, this guy deserves it." There was one guy as well. He was from Turkmenistan, and this guy was like, um, he was like a midget. You know, he he had something wrong. He had a big, large head. You know, those types of guys. Poor guy. You know, mentally a child almost. And during COVID, his family died in Turkmenistan. So he was like a farmer. And then he just got a flight to Turkey with like a like a tourist visa and just stayed there for like two years. And then the Turkish government found him working as a farmer. And I don't believe it too, because he's very, very pale. But of course, Turkey has a lot of sun. So if you're a farmer outside, you at least have a little bit of a tank or whatever. So he got deported, but they didn't know where he was from. So he told them, I am from Turkmenistan. But he saw him praying, and they were like, oh, no, he's actually Afghan. He's Afghan. We're going to send him back to Afghanistan. So he got sent to Afghanistan, and he arrived there, no passport or visa. And the Taliban like, what the fuck? Who's this guy? And like, how did he get here? And he speaks no English, so he just started speaking Turkmen to them. And they're like, I, what, what's this language? I don't know who he is. Let's just put him in a room. He might have snuck on a flight, or we might be you know, someone dodgy. We'll figure out where he's from and deport him. And he got deported rather quickly. The most interesting one though, you want to hear this guy's is a Chinaman and this oh this Chinaman. You know the stereotype panthony where a flock of Chinese people walk through a city and take pictures of everything. You know that? Yeah. Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah. Exactly. Yes, yeah. So this guy is like 70 years old. He's never been outside China. So he's a famous writer, apparently. And he his first country he goes to is Afghanistan. <laughs> and he brings <laughs> this big DSLR, you know, like a full, oh, it looks like a telescope, this DSLR this camera. And He thinks it's smart. He thinks it's real, real genius to suddenly walk into a Taliban military base with this camera and start taking photos. You know, he's just there, like, you know, click, 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 click. And no one questions him because they're like, who is this Chinaman taking photos of our military base? Oh, I'm not going to stop him. He must belong because no one's stupid enough to do that randomly. Like, he's inside a military base. And then suddenly the commander comes out, you know, he's drinking his cup of whatever and he he spits it out. who is this Chinaman taking pictures of our sensitive military base? Uh, arrest him immediately. And then he was crying in the jail. And I spoke I spoke I speak some Mandarin. So I asked him what happened. He he explains this and he speaks some English too. So we, we fill in the details. And I guess deport deported within a week. They're like, uh, just just get him out of here. This this man's too old. It's a little bit silly. Yeah. We've heard stories about the Chinese. We know what he's up to. Just get him out. Just get him out. Um There was one guy, Oh, this is the last guy I'll tell you about. He was a Russian fella. And he was from this radical Muslim Russian village, basically. So it's it's called Chechnya. So he's uh, a very firm Muslim. He's he's a white dude. And he comes in and he speaks like five words of English. And I have my laptop on me. I have my laptop. So I'm watching movies, you know, and I'm sharing movies with all these other detainees. And he goes to me, and goes, Miles, um, no wife, big depression, and I go, oh, you don't have your wife, okay? He goes, wife, big Tata, beak, beak. I'm like, okay, okay. Your wife has big bazingers. Fair enough, fair enough, mates. Don't know why you're telling me, but he's like, no wife, no fuck, big depression. Oh, and I go, okay, okay. I get, I get the idea. I get the idea. I mean, you know what he says? He says, a uh, c- computer, uh fuck video, fuck movie. And I go, no, I am not. I am not requesting porn off the Taliban to stick onto my hard drive, Abdullah, to stick in a room where you can jack off in Taliban prison. I, I do not approve of that. You know, you're meant to be a strong Muslim, my dude. I'm a very strong Catholic. Uh, I, I do not encourage porn. Hell no. And one night, shit, you not know, this Oh, this got to me. I was pissed off. I had my own room, but some of us, like, sleeping together, like, in the same... It was a big room. We kind of slept, like, you know, three in a room because it was just nice. to have friends around all the time. And I see his sheet of his bed start moving up and down. And it looks like a tent. It looks like a tent, you know? And I hear some, like, gasping and, like, a little bit of moaning escaping. And I flick on the light and I go, Abdullah, what are you doing?! And he goes, oh, uh, big depression, no wife. And I go, Abdullah, you're not jerking off in the Taliban prison, Abdullah. Get the fuck out, Abdullah. You're not, you're, not, you're not doing this here. You're not doing this here. No, no, no. And he does a walk of shame. and Everyone just looks at him. And the Taliban, like, laughing, laughing. Oh, it's just, oh, it's gonna be a good <laughs> book, <guys. laughs>
0: No, that's hilarious, man. Like, uh, there's more people around, Well, I guess the, one of the same people's asking the question. Like, uh, what do the Taliban do as a hobby since music's banned?
1: Uh, they they definitely listen to some music. There's like this own Taliban music, so it's not instruments. It's a bunch of singing that's allowed. But they all watch TikTok all day and play PUBG and like crappy mobile games. And we just goof off. We have this one board game that's kind of not allowed, but the younger generation play it. And it's like it's like Monopoly. Yeah, it's alright. Um, but they literally just sit on their phones all day. They're terminally online.
0: Like everybody else. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, I would be giving them movies. I would be giving, you know, we would be watching movies together. I had movie night for Taliban. You know, they would buy some Pepsi for me in exchange for me what to watch movies. And then I would either explain to them or I would put on subtitles. I would download. So I had internet access supervised, which was very nice. And we were just chill. We watched Titanic like seven times. One of the Taliban, like a first, I was like, ah, I don't get it. It's not a war movie. Yeah, You know, love all this stuff. I was the second or third time we watched it. He actually shed a tear.
0: <laughs> what movie was it? Titanic. Oh wow, classic, classic.
1: What's your favorite movie?
0: Oh man, that's so hard, man. Like I, I feel like I just watch YouTube now. Um, if, Same, you, ask, yeah. if you ask me, it's as, like a kid. I don't know, like Clockwork Orange or something. But but I mean, I I at as, at thirty seven, I don't know. I, I still watch the show Sliders. You ever heard of that? No, no. What's it about? Though? I like pirate It.
1: I don't think anything. This...
0: I watch. <laughs> I got I got DVDs like a, like like, it's, uh, like I'm Amish. But uh, of, of Sliders actually, like uh, it's it's show where like uh, you you slide through parallel dimensions and stuff like that. It's like, it's a a nineties it was a nineties American show. The last about a season or two on 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 real television, and then went to sci fi for the last three seasons. And it's like uh, it gets it gets shittier as it goes. But I still but but I still I still like it, and it's like nostalgic to me. I, I still watch the TV show Sliders. What about you? What would you say your favorite movie is?
1: Oh, favorite movie. Good point. I would actually say The Accountant. I believe The Accountant from 2015 or 2016. Um, That's You're yeah, not many really people have heard of it. It's basically the story of this accountant who's extremely autistic, but he's good with numbers. Extremely good with numbers. But he goes into criminal enterprises where he basically states, "Well, you know, I'm going to uncook your books or figure out where the money went or who stole it." You know, to the scene load of cartel to a bunch of criminals, and he's you know wanted whole plot is he's been watched by the cia and he's really autistic so you watch him live a very simple lifestyle but he's obviously rich and he's kind of stoic it's, it's a unique perspective on the whole uh, franchise of just you know being a badass uh, soldier uh, guy but he's an autistic accountant too um i hope they make a sequel as well but sliders i'm gonna pirate that right now i'm gonna load up pirate bay um i don't recommend anyone else do that because i'm i'm not being serious i wouldn't pirate movies that's satire <laughs> 100 no, uh, percent
0: i i turned a school bus into into uh to a rv and I, I i set up like this old like um this old like, really? this old tv that has like dvds and stuff and what do you say sorry
1: you really you've done like a school bus conversion like um, um a uh, what's
0: called tiny house almost yeah 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 i turned it into that and like um I had this old TV that has like a DVD, uh, DVD player on the side of it. So I just got like a book of DVDs. And like, I got every episode of like Rick and Morty, I got every episode of like Sliders, Adventure Time. And, and then I got a bunch of weird movies I get from oh. dollar bins. I've been, I've been like, uh, so I've been like finding like old movies from like those dollar bins. They're like, because no, nobody values DVDs anymore. So they're like a dollar, dude. <laughs> like, so it's like, yeah, I've been stacking it's them up, like, just getting a bunch of good. DVDs.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if if your hard drive fails, you're screwed. I've got this four by hard drive right here. It's got all my media. But compared to DVDs, if this it fails, it's screwed. It will do within like five or ten years. Those T- those DVDs and Blu-rays will just basically go on for years. I imagine way longer. And Adventure Time too. You mentioned that. I love I love that. I've got a soft spot for cartoons like that. You know, when you're dealing with being guns being put to your head and risky your life every single month, a wholesome TV show like Adventure Time. Oh, that's that's nice
0: yeah my wife got me into it originally and it's yeah it's pretty good like that's one of the three, three shows we've been kind of tearing through i've been tearing through rick and morty right now i got all five i got five seasons on dvd and i, I just i've had a tv for three days and i've already watched like most of the rick and morty episodes like while i'm working and stuff it's like because i didn't have a tv for, oh yeah for like i don't know a couple years I, I thought it was dumb i thought tv was dumb and like i mm. still do but like now i have it again <laughs> Oh, no, that's chill. Well, to be fair, TVs are dirt cheap, so if you have one, you have one. That's chill. I just have a laptop,
1: but Rick and Morty, absolutely. I do like it. I hate the fan base. It's a bunch of reds, as you know what I mean. But if you watch the show, it's good to turn off your mind. It's kind of entertaining. It's got a few layers. Absolutely. It's kind of funny from time to time.
0: Yeah. It definitely is one of those things. Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, I like, like, they're always ma- they're always making fun of God or something. I'm, I'm a you, you mentioned you're Catholic. And I'm, I'm a I'm a Christian yeah. as well. Like, I, I mean, this, this is the right. rosary, obviously, but I'm more Christian than I'm Catholic. Just like a servant of Christ. But, but I mean, so, so the, the the jokes are kind of annoying. But I'm not gonna like. I don't. I, I'm also a free speech guy. So it's like you're allowed you're allowed to be wrong, and more heaven for me. You know, that's how I feel about it. You know.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm kind of a free a free speech guy myself. But at the same time, if I see you know the writers of Rick and Morty on the streets, they might make contacts. With a brick, I throw up head, but you know it's it's like you know give or take right there. I'm all about free speech, but I'm also about freely assaulting people that I disagree with sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 feel like, I feel like they. No, I, <laughs> I feel like they use too much blasphemy, you know. But like I said, that's that, that's on their soul, not mine. You know, I, I apologize for them every time they say it. Almost like I'm just I'm just like, oh man, they don't know what they're doing. I would I wouldn't be making all those I wouldn't be making all those jokes, man. You know. Yeah, about, about,
1: I, do feel like, yeah. I do feel like Hollywood and you know kids' TV shows nowadays, they just they sprinkle in a little bit of anti-Christian propaganda. And I just want to show these people that it's not welcome, that it's not acceptable at the end of the day. If you insult the Jews, you call it anti-Semitic. If you insult the Muslims, you know, they, they bomb you. But if you insult the Christians, apparently it's just fine. Apparently Jesus is just some joke, even though he saved the last souls. So at the end of the day, if I could do anything with my power, to show that this is something you do not joke about i absolutely will enforce it to a full degree
0: i, th- I think god is that you know i feel i feel I, I, like i mean I, I feel like it's the only it's the only real religion because uh i mean i mean everybody's, oh, mad them. everybody's mad at him everybody's mad at all the rest of them are fake religions in my opinion that's why they're allowed to be insulted almost you know it's like uh or whatever terminology you know it's like uh i just feel like uh no i feel like god has i mean I'd worry more about God than you or me uh, on what we think, man. You know, I, I just think that, um, yeah, a lot of those jokes are just nuts. I mean, and like I said, like, yeah. like not much, not much bothers me. I got a really messed up sense of humor and stuff like that, but like, I really, I, I don't mess with blasphemy at all. I don't, I don't mess with God at all. You know, I, I think that that's, uh, that's kind of it's not necessarily taboo as it, as it is just like one of the only rules you have to follow. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's just a couple rules that He wants from us, man, and that's definitely one of them. You know.
1: Yeah, it's very easy to keep and live a godly lifestyle because. At the end of the day, it benefits you as well. It's not a restriction, it's a liberation when you realize it too. And at the same time, God has an excellent sense of humor. and um, absolutely. But if you if you insult God, I don't think that's going to end well for anyone. And you know, these these elitists, these atheists, these satanic people who disagree with God's message. I guess if you, you know, I guess if you never heard of the word of Jesus Christ, then you're a little bit on the fence and you grew up in an atheist family. I did. Like, I, I get it. You know, but yeah, if you yeah. go out of your way to insult Christ, you know, uh, make up all this nonsense about him being trans, um, you no, know, absolutely disgusting. And I believe these people should honestly be be punished, or at least they should be stopped. To put it lightly, I mean, they are they in our governments, your governments especially. Unfortunately, they're in our governments, they're in our schools, our institutions, and it really disrupts people the wrong way. It really certainly does. It's like um, it's like what's happening in Texas nowadays. They allow this unrestricted mass immigration, but no one wants it. No one wants it, but they're allowing it. So I don't send the point of a democracy if it's not the will of the people. Um, basically, you know, for a decision, it doesn't make sense to me. The whole country disagrees a bit, but the president does it or the prime minister does it. So I think the only way from there is to destroy our elected officials. Um, but you know, I, I want the YouTube video to stay up. So I'll just say in Minecraft or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I think I think we've all been com- I think I think all of our institutions have been compromised, obviously. I think I, I mean, they're, they're, they're the only real American sport left is UFC, man. I, I mean, the rest of them have all like cucked to China, man. Like, it's like basically China probably blackmails everybody with the phones, like, they monitor everybody with these like cameras and microphones, GPS system. Uh, they make all the phones. I mean, it's like it's like a million Trojan horses instead of one, and, and then I think that, um. I I think that um they blackmail their way to the top and they print money and then transfer the currency to your currency and my currency and influence a lot of officials and I think that like I mean when people realize what's going on I hope it's not too late but I mean I I just I just think that uh I, I don't know like it's gone it's gone far enough and I I mean this is I don't know it's just and that's a that's another day I mean we should get back to the fun interview of you more so but, but I think I think that's just like the world's probably at risk and there's no superman no one's going to save us you know to keep it at that yeah you know? it's so evil man uh yeah so, well, let's get back so, to- <laughs> uh, <laughs> I-, I wish we had ads right now to like buy Pepsi you know like in the middle of like in the, <laughs> in the middle of just like yeah. yeah the world's probably ending bro we're all gonna be comics we'll be making Nikes for China here buy Pepsi you know it's like
1: yeah uh, buy Pepsi corn syrup and uh you know uh, GMO stuff uh buy it it's really good uh you know it tastes great Aspartame, I only drink water. water yeah I
0: only drink water and, like tequila or something man
1: yeah I get that I, I, I drink like like I drink water coffee and like once a year, I would have a Doctor Pepper. I just I have a craving for it, you know. But it's a, a treat.
0: No, it's yeah, a treat, yeah. not a. It's a treat, not a daily beverage. Yeah, no, it's I like guess. a pie or something. You don't eat pie for every meal.
1: Oh, I love pie, dude. I mean, I have a little bit of a, ca- a cancer-causing chemical for a treat. It's just a just a little little smidge of like. Right yeah just a little smidge of poison just like a nice little little nudge of it you know as a treat right, and that's <laughs>
0: what it should be it shouldn't be your entire like meal yeah no i get it. Yeah. we had a lot of we had a lot of questions i don't want to waste time you're, you're an absolute legend i yeah. feel like i can talk to you about for nine hours about anything honestly okay so Thank let's you. get to some of these questions that people are nice enough to spend their tuesday uh watching this or wednesday if you're in wherever you're at you know whatever day you spent we got uh are there any <laughs> taliban members secret anime fans
1: there is one member of the Taliban that I've met that has watched the entire um show of Death Note. So I think they, they liked it for the psychology. This guy was like 34 years old. He was very he was very stoic. Uh he's lost a lot of people in his life, but he's like, I like it because it's the psychology is good. I and mean, it's a little funny, and I like the cartoon. The cartoon is good for the heart, I think he said. But a lot of them just you know scroll through tiktok and just watch whatever comes up same with facebook live but sadly, not many uh not many fans of anime i do know one guy he lives in kabul but he's not an afghan he's like programmer he's very westernized very westernized he's like he's more western than most people nowadays and he's addicted to anime too he loves that stuff so yeah he watches the degenerate uh animes unfortunately but
0: you know it's funny to think Is, about like the, uh, the Taliban doing the same thing everybody else does and just watching TikTok. It's like hilarious. Like, uh, to, to, to think <laughs> about that. Like to to me, it's hilarious. Like, uh, like, this one's. Uh, what's your most awkward moment in Afghanistan?
1: Oh yeah, this I have. I can save it. Yeah, I can save this. So I, one of the commanders would come in every single day. His name was Iob, and he would go around all the prisoners and ask, you know, what's your needs? Do you need some more toupees? Do you fancy like something? Uh, is it's your stomach okay? You know, do checkups. And one day he comes up to me and he sits down and he's just like, I'm gonna rest here for 20 minutes if you don't mind, you know what? So he does, and I can see in the reflection of the window behind him his phone screen what he's looking at, and he keeps scrolling through TikTok. And on this TikTok is a feed of these black women scantily dressed dancing so his old, his old ag- algorithm is basically like you know uh like lights a light level of like black porn basically so i was there like oh don't do that dude and then it happens again because one one day i'm in uh the office and i need to say something but the uh, the taliban don't understand this lingo so they asked me to translate using one of their phones so he the commander goes i hand over this phone to miles and i like okay and he hands over I open chrome it's x videos it's x videos and i just close it and i go "Mushkinisha, no problem and just wink at him i just i'm like you know i'm not gonna cause issues for him and it happened like one other time after that but this dude is down bad and I found that a little bit awkward to know what type of videos he likes and
0: what he's watching his free
1: time. Poor guy.
0: It's weird to know that about anybody, you know, especially the, like there. you yeah, know, it's that's definitely a weird thing to know about people. Yeah. What was uh what was the most fun uh that you had there?
1: I went to the water park with the Taliban, so we went on a few slides. So that was <laughs> <good>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, Hang on, what's that, that is the best YouTube video idea I've ever heard in my entire life. But, so, so, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. That was just crazy to hear that. That was that was man like, walk- going to the- what was that like? I have to, I have to hear about that. Like, look like,
1: <laughs> well, yeah, they just wore shorts, they went topless as well. Um, they were very excited at first, they were a little bit awkward. They got in the water, I started splashing them them. And they just they just start laughing, they splash back and I go, Okay, let's going to the slide. They go, Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And they've never been some of them have never been on these slides before or gone swimming in a war park before. They've been to lakes and stuff, but they had a lot of fun. And you know, you saw their energy in my childhood kind of come back a little bit. Um, we actually ate—I think it was like uh, chicken hot dogs or something—at um, the canteen in the water park. Um, I told them they couldn't go over water for like twenty minutes otherwise they get cramps. It was—it was quite cool, you know. It was like Ferris Bueller's day off almost.
0: That is the—that would be the best YouTube video of all time. Like 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 tal- like you with the Taliban in a water park. That is the best like documentary or, or YouTube video idea I've ever heard in my entire life. I, I, just, I, asked I, mean. them,
1: I asked them, I was like, hey, can we take a selfie? And like, I want to tweet tweet this out because so I took some photos from you know my Taliban custody and I posted them online. They said, oh, sorry, but these men are topless, so we're not allowed to take photos. I'm like, ah, yeah. I could have Photoshopped a T-shirt on them, but uh, yeah, it, sadly, it was, uh, you
0: can go there topless, but you can't take photos of it. But, elaborate on that a little bit are they not allowed to not wear shirts is that what you're saying yeah so when in, when you're in the water park
1: you're allowed to be in shorts like you know like normal people but you're not allowed to take photos of it almost like it's looked down upon if you share it online because it's like a younger child or a woman might come across if it, it's on social media and It's like why are you posting pictures of your body you know it's like you can go to a sauna in afghanistan but obviously you can't start live streaming it's in there almost so they've got these so like, naughty- not-
0: yeah so outside of the water park, are you not are you not allowed to you're not allowed to take your shirt off outside of a water park basically? No, no.
1: There's a very strict Muslim country. So outside of a water park in Kabul and Afghanistan as a whole, no shorts, t-shirts, even looked down upon so you can't show your sleeves. It's apparently too revealing. Um yeah, you just have to wear like things that cover up. You know, I'm not a big fan of that. You know, I'm not Muslim, I don't agree with it hundred percent, but I like the idea of um, you know, having some not having you ask how to be out like some girls in the West, you know, I, I get it to some degree.
0: No, I actually respect that more than wearing your pajamas uh, in public. No, I definitely, and, and um, and I go to a I go to a gym out here. I'm in St. Louis, Missouri, and like a I go to a gym out here that has like a has like a water park, water slide, hot tub kind of area. And I see a lot of Muslim women just wearing the whole. They're wearing the garb still in in the water, and, and I just like, I mean, I guess I never thought about like that until you said that 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 was like a rule. I just assumed they're, yeah. I was just like, whatever. I don't even. I mean, I'm just like, people are people, you know, I'm just like, unless you're affecting me in a negative way, I don't necessarily care.
1: Yeah, a lot of Muslim women, they pretend to be modest in public to a whole, it's a whole perception thing for the Muslims. When they get home, they they, they misbehave massively. So like, they just start shouting about husbands and they just start hitting them or slapping them. The husband's like, oh, I've never had to speak to women before. And the one woman I've spoken to is now slapping me. Oh, I wish I was in the caves back again. Um... Uh-huh. so yeah they're not they're not as modest as you think the Catholics and the Christians in general are the right religions so if you find a a real Catholic woman or a real Christian woman you know they're the best pick of course only if you're a Christian
0: yourself though. yeah, yeah, no i' I'm, I'm definitely a Christian so is my wife you yeah, know I think uh, I definitely uh, I definitely like serving uh serving an actual God instead of a rock, you know so it's it's uh it's pretty cool and um uh... <laughs> No offense to any any t- of your Taliban friends watching, but they're uh, they're God's fake. I agree. Um, no, I'm, <laughs> I was joking. but uh, we have more questions, and I, I feel like you just have to answer these. These are just good people. I, I, it's probably some of the same people, but are you allowed to mention who the highest ranking uh, Taliban you spoke to are?
1: Well, I've spoken to I would say about four ministers: a so minister of tourism, a minister of foreign affairs, two others I can't speak about because they're not public ministers, if that makes sense, and of course the head of foreign intelligence in Afghanistan. So the head of foreign intelligence. He doesn't want his name out there, so in the book I, he told me to refer to him as the commander. So I'm calling him the kind commander because he's very kind. But this man has personally killed 200 members of ISIS himself. And I've seen the videos. But he's actually very kind in real life. But so he has a 0 I'm sorry, dumb it down for me. So ISIS and Taliban are like enemies? Oh, big enemies, yeah. So okay. when the Americans left, there was a huge problem with ISIS in certain areas like Jalalabad, so on the Pakistani border, the Iranian border, and the Tajikistan border. Because they saw Afghanistan's an easy place to go to, a safe haven almost. So the Taliban, because they're friends of basically all the villagers, they like the Taliban, to put it lightly. If they see like, ISIS start forming, they literally tell the Taliban, hey, there's this going on here. So the Taliban will actually do an intelligence operation. They're they, they not stupid. They actually put together a plan and just watch and figure out the entire network and actually send in spies sometimes into ISIS um, and then when they have the entire network, they just do an operation where they just get their version of a SWAT team, probably special forces, and just raid the entire place. And they would go to these ISIS members and they heard the stories from the villagers of what they would do. ISIS are completely barbaric. The Taliban, you know, people you know, live absolutely fine in Afghanistan usually. Obviously, there's some outliers. I get that. But compared to ISIS, ISIS are the worst. ISIS are a big, big problem. Like I know this one family, uh, their baby was born, so they shot some guns in the sky. That's like a tradition to them. And ISIS saw this and they killed the entire family just for shooting guns in the, in the sky as a celebration. So this commander of mine, he heard these horrific stories, hundreds of them, and his heart obviously went cold, cold because it was people are monsters. And he would go to them and go, are you Taliban? And... So are you are you ISIS? No, no. Yes. I shoot them or cut their and if they say no, he would throw them in the jail until they admit it because they were he knew they were or they were found innocent, which almost never happened because most of them were ISIS. And so he left these members of ISIS, 200 members of ISIS in the streets just as a show of force. So there were 200 bloody bodies. In the streets and then this guy's personally eradicated ISIS from Afghanistan. So now Afghanistan is safe. And to put it lightly, NATO can do that in twenty years because you don't understand how these people work. But the Taliban are like, yeah, we're not we're not friends of ISIS. Afghanistan is for the Taliban and the Afghan people, not other organizations that have differing ideologies.
0: That's crazy. You no, know, no, it makes a lot of sense. Like, has Afghanistan's never really been able to have been taken mm-hmm. over. I mean, by by uh, USSR, USA, USA, or any any real country. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah.
0: We don't understand right. the culture. I mean, I mean, basically, it's like a, it's a completely different culture. Um, but I mean, ISIS has great tennis shoes. Though they they have the best sneakers okay. in the game. I I think personally, I don't I don't, I don't agree with anything they say. But I love I love the I love the sneaker game they have. You know.
1: Yes, exactly, yeah. Well they're the worst hairdressers because when they meet white people, the white people tell them, Hey, it's a little bit off the top, you know, but they end up cutting here. And that's that's <laughs> not <good. laughs> But um I I met a member of ISIS whilst in Taliban custody though. Know? Oh hello. Oh no, what's happened to my internet? It's Am- Anthony, are you there, mate? Is it me or him? apparently i'm fine uh maybe i'll change now oh, it's live i've still got a connection hey hey man i think you went for a second you still there?
0: yeah yeah no i have uh my star i have starlink yeah. so something probably messed up with the satellite sorry about that
1: yeah it's cool just see oh yeah
0: you're tapping in i guess cool. <laughs> yeah yeah he was yeah. a guest bro yeah yeah with, with, with me as a host he was a guest man they do not want this conversation happening bro at all yeah, you know,
1: like shut it down, oive. But um, yeah, I was just saying I met a member of ISIS whilst in Taliban prison.
0: Did I tell you that? No, I don't think you told me that one. That's crazy. Oh yeah. So what happened was
1: one day I'm having tea, I'm having a little picnic with the commander, and everyone stands up and they start whispering it past you, and I I can't understand what the fuck's going on. And he said, Miles, we're having a new person arrive soon. Be ready. And I go, Okay. So I think, oh, it must be just another member of the Taliban, maybe a minister, some important guy. And this guy comes in, he's got a long beard, very serious face. And I walk up to him, I start shaking his hand. I'm like, oh, hello. And they, they bat my hand away. They go, No, Mars, that's a captured member of ISIS. So I go, oh, crap, and I slap him. I slap him, I just react automatically. I, I slap him, <laughs> slap the member of ISIS across the face. And they're like, no, Mars, don't slap him. He's, he's on trial now. He needs to meet the commander and the guy sees the commander and he goes white he's not shivering he knows this guy's reputation he tries to leave they grab him by the arms they put him on his knees and the guy just speaks to him and of course and they do the whole routine which i won't speak about but to put it lightly they have zero tolerance and a reaction to uh, interrogation shows which is good to see
0: that's crazy man i couldn't i couldn't imagine being in a taliban prison yeah. let alone being isis in a top in prison they're, they're probably more chill on you than would be an american i imagine they probably don't like us as much as like uh, uh do they hate the british or do they hate america i mean what, what i don't know them at all what, what um uh, what's that yeah, situation they might hate, be in the West?
1: they hate the soldiers of america and like some of the american government because they were like oh yeah we get the whole you invaded us for bin laden thing but he wasn't even here and this is our land and we just wanted to live and we just didn't know what was going on so we decided to fight you guys because you were invaders and we don't know why the government did this. And finally, um, Donald Trump was like, oh, we, what, we should leave. So we were good for that, but we're not on good terms with the Americans right now. But, you know, the American people, if they want to come for tourism or business, that's chill. But we gotta have to make sure they're doing it all legitly. You know, we don't want anyone coming here and screwing up the security or just taking the piss with taxes or let regulations that we have or anything. So we're welcome to welcomed outsiders, but they are a bit wary. If you get what I mean. They are obviously going, you know, What's his angle? Why is he here? Like, why did he pick Afghanistan? So, our spies are, I know for a fact the CIA does still operate in Afghanistan and a few other agencies. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, the whole reason I also do support the Taliban is in general, if the Taliban fall, it means that, you know, Afghanistan does fall because either ISIS or Al Qaeda take charge again. So, they capture areas. It becomes a huge drug epidemic because they start growing cash. ISIS have actually grown, uh, started making meth in other countries, so ISIS will probably turn Afghanistan into a meth-producing factory. And it would also mean a mass immigration crisis into Europe from Afghans, another humanitarian problem, probably another 9-11, unfortunately, um, because another bin Laden would rise or whatever. And what what happens then? Does the US reinvade? It doesn't make sense. It's uh, the Taliban are only chance for Afghanistan. So, you know, they've gone 20 years ago from smashing TVs with baseball bats to now terminally online with TikTok. And so yeah, they're not they're not completely liberal, they're not up to uh, Western standards. I get that. Like I disagree with them on women's rights and all this other stuff. I disagree. I'll be honest. But you know, we're they're, they're way better than we were 20 years ago, and the society has changed dramatically. So I say give them some leeway, because if you isolate them, they'll end up like the next North Korea. You know what I mean? You got you got to make baby steps and go. You know you can't expect them to suddenly ch- change into a I don't know, a LG TV, uh, society.
0: <laughs> no, well, well said, man. No, honestly, well said. And, and like I, I don't even necessarily blame them for nine eleven. Nine eleven looked like a, cold, a controlled demolition to me to invade a bunch of countries yeah. put an oil, oil pipeline in. I mean, well, it I to be honest, I don't even necessarily people. blame
1: them. Yeah. Some people, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't I necessarily blame him for blame that. Them. But,
1: it's Wait like, what? I'd say was
0: playing Get
1: it? <laughs> like, sorry, carry
0: <hang> on. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's funny, man. No, what I'm saying I'm not. I'm not even like mad. at my, I I know a lot of uh, troops and probably and, and a lot of my friends probably disagree. I mean, but but I just like I, I don't see them responsible it at all. I think it was a lithium ion grab, uh, an opiate grab. Um, I think it was a uh, definitely a resource grab. I, I I mean, just I mean that's how I view it. But I mean. I mean, that's just my opinion. I'm just a fucking dude with an opinion, you know? Like, I, But I, yeah, I don't know shit about it. Me. I wasn't a soldier. I wasn't you over there. I don't know anything about these motherfuckers other than what TV told me or the internet told me. I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a complete fucking idiot, you know? To be honest, like, I, I have no experience in it at all, and that's just my opinion with having no experience. I got you.
1: Well, with the resource grab, I, I do agree with you there.
0: Like, when the U.S.
1: Uh, came to Afghanistan, they did a geological survey when the first year of arrival, and then he slowly branched out of all the other countries, which is kind of weird, you know, if you invade a country why are you serving surveying for minerals if that makes sense? And they found three trillion dollars of mineral reserves. Oh, and yeah. they were trying to, you know, build um, you know, uh, factories and you know, mining sites to mine this gold and uh, mine this lithium, all this other stuff. But talking about new pay, you can't take our resources with a, a, a focus attack attacks on these sites. So we never got off the groundwork. And I think the Americans were like, ah, oh, this is costing too much. Um you know, we've we've now lost some revenue from Epstein's Islands. Uh we'd go we'd go get out of Afghanistan.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I don't I don't think any any government's good, you know. I think people are good everywhere. Like the governments are nasty, you know. And um I, I try to keep these about an hour, but but uh, but dude, I feel like uh I literally talked to you about nine hours and if you ever want to come back, I definitely have you back, man. Um but That's if you want to throw out any kind of links, Dude, awesome! Yeah, if you don't throw out any links or anything like any promo or anything like that, I'll put up your Twitter for everybody watching. Or if you're listening at yeah, home, thank uh, No, uh, oh, really thank you. On Twitter. Uh, if you're listening to this later on Spotify whatever apps you listen to, if you're watching this, one of the 408 people watching now, follow him on Twitter. Uh, follow him on everything. I mean, that's his name on everything. I think also. Uh, but if you have thank anything you do. I don't have, uh, the link in the description to his yeah. book, uh, "Lord Miles in Afghanistan," it will be. It's in the description if you're watching later or now that book right there linked to it and then yeah if you have Thank any you. links outside of those i know those
1: i appreciate that because to be fair most of my read, most of my uh, followers can't read or write we're all retarded at the end so they just look at the nice pictures but honestly yeah just follow me on youtube i hit 100k i'm gonna start uploading soon i have four videos that are being professionally edited and they're filmed by my videographer i'm gonna upload once a week so once every three weeks for a year um i'm not everything backlogged is working it's all coming together guys trust the plan and you know what guys it's it's lovely to be on thanks for having me on Anthony as well uh it's it's been lovely and I'm definitely gonna come on
0: again too awesome no if you asked me before the show who my favorite and most interesting guest was and i now think that's you man like you you literally had like some of the best stories like i mean i no one has ever i've never talked to anyone captured by the taliban and had a good good memory of it too i mean, so, I mean i'm like this is my new favorite episode um I, I appreciate everybody watching at home if you uh thanks for spending your tuesday here and watching with it with, without lord miles without you guys watching without smoky's edibles which is be- bastard beard oil this would be fucking delusional i'd be a guy talking to himself in his bus so i appreciate Everyone that's a part of this, and um, and again, um, this this is my new favorite episode. So I appreciate you coming on here, brother. Like, thank you, thank you, my dude. Much.
1: Well, God bless everyone, and God bless your podcast. It's bloody good, good dude. I've had some, I've had loads of podcast experiences, but yours is generally very good. It flows well, good guy as well. I've seen some of your episodes beforehand. Solid content, solid opinions. I mean, it's, it's good.
0: Thanks, brother. God bless you and your family, too. And um, if you're watching this at home, I hope all of your dreams come true. I hope you could write a book called Afghanistan one time, uh, too. I hope one day you have a cell phone podcast where you have absolute fucking legends come on here. I hope every single fucking one of your dreams comes true. Excuse the language. I hope every one of your dreams comes true if you're watching this. Thank you. God bless you. I'm out. Thank you.